we gotta get this one right. On three, we're gonna say welcome back to our extraordinary thoughts, put on their mind. One, two, three. Welcome back I feel like this episode is going to be more like Mental Health Mondays because I almost had a nervous breakdown on Friday. <laughs> But what's going on, everybody? It's that ordinary podcast with the extraordinary thoughts that tells you to stop being great and be extraordinary. I'm your host, Demetrius Thickman, also known as Meech Speaks, and welcome back to another episode of Extraordinary Thoughts for the Ordinary Mind. So as you know, I there was no episode Fridays, and you know I hate doing that, like you know not planning to not put out an episode, just like one minute we're about to put out an episode, next thing you know there's no episode. Like I really don't like that, and it's so unprofessional. But I'm not going to beat myself up too much more than what I've already done. And I just really just wanted to put everybody back in the trade of thought. And for those who do not know, I have real bad anxiety. Like, I have real bad anxiety. And it comes on on different occasions. It weighs in different forms. And I really wanted to address that because of the situation that on Friday, I just was so overwhelmed. You know what I mean? Like, I was so overwhelmed with, like, so much stuff going on that I gave myself a creative block. And I don't know if anybody has ever had that blockage in their brain where it's like you can't even come up with like basic thoughts. You see what I'm saying? Like let alone draft up something, a plan or anything of that nature. You don't even have the basic thought necessity. Like you're just running off of just usual programming. So I didn't want to put out like an episode that I did a long time ago or anything of that nature. I really wanted to stay genuine and unfuck myself on this Friday. So with that being said, I thought to myself, like, how can you unfuck yourself? Like, how can you get your anxiety under control? How can you sweep this overwhelmness under the rug? And the best way to do it, to be honest with you, was I literally had to disconnect from reality, like disconnect from society and my daily stressors just so I can reconnect with myself. And when I say disconnect from my reality, I'm not talking about in the sense that I dive into this tube and I, I go off into this other state. No, I just really just hopped off of social media. So if like you DM me Friday night, Saturday, I wasn't answering DMs. You see what I'm saying? Like if you if you messaged me, I wasn't really answering any messages unless like you were like somebody immediate. I didn't really talk to anybody. And during that time, like this weekend, you know. And I bring that up because, you know, you would think with the world opening back up and letting us back outside, I would be so in a rush to go outside. But I was just so overwhelmed. I just stayed inside. I'm talking about I stayed inside. I poured a cup of coffee. I listened to music. I just really tapped into me. And I had to do that because it, it's just, and I cannot stress that enough. The importance to recharge. Because I don't know who needs to hear this, but. If you have anxiety, if you suffer from any of those things, one, go see a, you know, a therapist or something of that nature, somebody that deals in mental health. However, you know exactly what I'm talking about when you have those anxiety attacks, when that mask feels like it's about to come off, when you just feel like you're just overwhelmed by the world. So if you are feeling overwhelmed, let's go ahead and get into today's episode on how to deal with being overwhelmed and how to overcome that. But just like what I said. Being overwhelmed, one, it has many faces. It has many faces. And it can either it can manifest in intense emotions such as anxiety, anger, irritability. You know, you could cry. 
And you know, one thing that I've learned, especially is that I've always had anxiety. You see what I'm saying? I've always had some form of anxiety, but I feel like the military just turned it up a notch. So when I'm overwhelmed and, and, and I don't, I really describe it in a sense of like being overwhelmed. Like it start, it doesn't just drop down on me. Like the sky is falling. It doesn't just drop down. It builds up and I can feel it building up. It's like me being overstimulated almost. And when I say like overstimulated, I imagine like a cat and a cat's just being rubbed the wrong way over and over and over until it finally lashes out. That's what it feels like, honestly. I remember the first time I actually had, and let me rephrase, I remember the first time I acknowledged that I was having an anxiety attack. I was like, I was doing like this, like, you know, I was doing a test and there was just so many people around me. Like people were talking behind me. People were talking next to me. People are just talking, they're talking, they're talking. And it's just so much background noise and people are yelling. And I'm trying to like keep my shit together. Because you know, I already know, like, you know, if, you, if you're the strong one, the last thing you want to do is show this type of weakness. You, you see what I'm saying? Like show people that you are having a problem or something is not working out. And I really want to tell somebody, if you feel overwhelmed, removing yourself from a situation, saying like, hey, I need to take a breather. There's nothing wrong with that. There's no shame in that. Because what it feels like, and I'm, I know many can relate. Imagine jumping into a body of water, a pool of water. And as you're swimming around at the bottom of it, you start to realize that your air is starting to wear out. You ain't got a lot of air left. And as you try to hurry up and get to the surface, you know, or you try to maintain and just continue to do what you have to do down there, your air starts to just run out even more. To the point where you can't breathe. And then you finally have to run up to the top. Gasp. Just so you can go back down there. That's what it really feels like. You know that feeling for my smokers out there. You know that feeling. that Just that overwhelming feeling. The grinding of the teeth. The itching of the mouth. You know that sensation where you just need to get a cigarette. That's what it feels like. And I remember that day. Because I just had to like exit. I had to get out of there. Because I was lashing out and you know when you're getting overwhelmed is when you start to lash out or you know when you're overwhelmed is when you lash out at people. And, you know, they don't even mean to do anything. You see what I'm saying? They're not even trying to add to your burden, but they may say something wrong. They might do something wrong. They just might look wrong. And next thing you know, they about to receive the full fury of it. And that's exactly how I handle my overwhelmness. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's exactly how I handle my anxiety. A lot of people think like, oh, you know, he's always yelling. I'm yelling because I'm overwhelmed right now. And I'm just trying to like find an outlet. And your outlet of how you deal with your overwhelm, you know, you probably deal with it in many toxic ways. You might hit things. You might cry. You might, you know, lash out at everybody and tell everybody like, yo, like, don't talk to me right now. I'm trying to handle this. Like, we all have been there. But I really wanted to take a step back and just like really just break down how to properly deal with it. Because if you're like me, that shit can be so taxing because the deflation, the come down from being overwhelmed, I imagine it to be like, imagine somebody sitting on you. Imagine having a whole bunch of weight on you. And when you finally drop it, your body just wants to relax. It just wants to fall down. And in that ways, it might just be like you just laying down and going to sleep. It might be you just laying down and allowing your body to decompress. You might even cry. That you're so overwhelmed. I don't know if anybody remembers, but back in the, the road to YouTube, 
I remember the road to YouTube. I was just so overwhelmed with just the editing and just everything was just so new that I just fucked around and just started crying. Like I literally just started crying. And you know, yeah, I know I'm very transparent, but I've I've cried because I've overwhelmed. I've been overwhelmed. I've lashed out because I've been overwhelmed. I've wanted to walk away. And a lot of people quit. They quit things because they're so overwhelmed. You know, so I really just want to just put that in perspective that people are willing to give up on their dreams, their aspirations, that idea of becoming a better version of themselves when they become so overwhelmed that they realize like, yo, fuck it. I don't want to do this no more. We have to get that under control. So the first one and, you know, how to deal with being overwhelmed or how to overcome it is you got to accept your anxiety. You know, you got to accept these feelings of being overwhelmed. A lot of times we try to fight it. We try to work through it. We try to like get, you know, get get over it. But in reality, it's actually you got to ride the wave. You got to ride that wave. You see what I'm saying? Like you're trying to make sense of something that's not normal. But the thing is, is that anytime that we're dealing with something that's unfamiliar, that's new, that has a little bit more stress, we're going to get overwhelmed. It's okay. It's okay to not be okay in this situation. So in those type of situations, you just take a step back. You reflect. You analyze on what what is going on. You know, you're trying to make sense of something that currently is not making sense right now. And I imagine it that you're trying to untangle what's going on, but allow it to just unwind itself. Trust me. You know, just ride that wave. You're going to be okay. Next is, and this is probably the one that my leading cause of me being overwhelmed or my leading cause of me having like a major anxiety attack is my thoughts. Like those uncontrollable, unpredictable thoughts, like me trying to rationalize the irrational. And, you know, just a couple of quick triggers that probably like get this is when your significant other texts you and says, hey, we got to talk. And in that moment right there, when you hear we have to talk, first thing you do is run through your head. What do we have to talk about? What could we possibly be talking about? And you start to add, you start to go back in history and try to reflect on everything that you did that could probably cause you to have to want to talk. Or my favorite, hey, we'll deal, you know, we'll talk to you later about it. Like you got a big decision. You waiting on a big decision from somebody. And this is one thing I can't stand is having my future or anything put in somebody else's hands. I, I can't stand it because now I'm waiting on them to generate whatever the result is. You see what I'm saying? Which means it's un- I, I have no control of it. And that's one thing right there. Not being in control of something is a surefire way to overwhelm yourself. And I want to be the one to tell you this right now is that just because you don't have control over it doesn't mean that you're not in control of it. And when I say that is, is that we have no control over what people say. We have no control over what people do. We have no control over how things play out. But what we can do is have control over the things that we say. We have control over the things that we do. We have control over the things of how we have an effect on how it plays out. And what I mean by that is the preparation that we did before and the recovery that we're going to do after. We have control of that. Stressing yourself out over somebody else's. I understand, you know, that's a hard thing to say, but it's really none of your business. And I had to learn that, especially being in the military, especially being in the military, stressed out over over trying to wonder what somebody else is thinking. Oh, God. And everybody knows exactly what I'm talking about. Like you go on like a meritorious board and you give it 100 percent. But that decision ain't even in your hands. It's in like five other people's hands. 
and you trying to figure out like what did you say wrong what did you say right what were they thinking you're trying to guess their mannerisms you're trying to figure out if they like you like x y and z you know exactly what i'm talking about when they when they, when you get in trouble and you're just waiting for your punishment you're just waiting for your punishment you know it's like you're just waiting for the jury to come in and sentence so you can get your sentence like you know it's going to be something bad and when it's and this is the thing though is that sometimes we overwhelm ourselves to the point that we already expect the bad. We already expect the bad. And this is me right here. I expect the bad so much that when I finally get a sliver of good news, it feels like somebody just pulled a weight off of me. Like my body drops to the ground. Like I'm like so in relief. So I will tell you right now, control your uncontrollable thoughts. Let me rephrase. Control those irrational thoughts. Stop trying to rationalize things that aren't ill. Stop trying to rationalize the irrational thoughts that you have, okay? You're already just stressing yourself out. I can't stress this enough. Understand your triggers. Understand your triggers. And take a step back and just say, can I control these? And stop thinking the bad, though. Like, that's another thing. Stop thinking the bad. Like, we, give, we, we overwhelm and give ourselves an anxiety attack thinking the worst case scenario. Oh, this person doesn't like me because I said this. Like, we're overthinking things. Like, stop overthinking things. It isn't that deep. And I'll be the first one to tell you, it's not that deep. Like I'm notorious for giving myself those type of overwhelming conversations in my head, playing out scenarios that will never happen. Stop doing that, you weirdo. And yet here's another step that is directed directly towards me. Stop. Control your multitasking mindset. And if you know, if you know me, if you've probably been in this situation, in your head, you have a hundred things that you need to do. You have 50 things that you need to do. Everybody knows you got a to-do list inside of your head. The problem is, is that your to-do list, its deadlines are shorter than the, than the to-do list. You got 10 things that you need to accomplish by today. You got to knock out four things in an hour. And the sad part about the situation is that nobody put that deadline on there but you. And the worst part about that is that nobody's going to hold you accountable for those deadlines but you. And I get it. I get it. You don't like having idle time. You hate that white space. If I got time to kill, then I got time to do shit. You, I get it. Time wasted is time that we can't get back. But who, whose time? Like what time frame are we working in? We're trying to create Rome in a day. But the thing is, is that we forget that Rome wasn't built in a day. Each day we built Rome. You give yourself a hundred things that you need to accomplish in a day and then get upset when you don't accomplish those things. But in reality, in reality, those were impossible taskers. And you know, you wouldn't have gave those to somebody else. Somebody had to talk to me and pull me off to the side because I'm notorious for doing this. I'm notorious for this. Giving myself these impossible deadlines and holding myself account accountable for not accomplishing the impossible. And, you know, they told me, they said, I understand you, you, you hold yourself to a high standard. But sometimes you take yourself so serious that you don't even allow yourself room to breathe. And it was the conversation about my book, you know, because you already know how I get about certain things. The podcast that you wrote to YouTube, the book is no less. And here I am pushing book, pushing the book. And they're like, hey, we got to fix this. We got to fix this. And I'm like, no, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. And they said, 
your patience is going to be your downfall. You're willing to accept something that could be better. But because of your because of your lack of patience, you're ready to push it out. Do you realize that, you know, for those who don't know, I wrote a book in like, I'll say a month, like two months. Like, like it literally took me. And for some that might be short, for some that might be like fast. Like, you know, like that was, for some that might be fast, for some that might be slow. But for me, who do have never written a book, to write one in a month, my God. <laughs> you know, and you just really got to take a step back and like, and I bring that up for this one reason right here. Celebrate your small victories. You so mad at yourself for not a completing the impossible deadlines, but you're not even taking a moment to praise yourself for completing some of those impossible deadlines. Things that other people would normally not complete, you were able to knock that out. So once again, relax with the multitasking mindset. And since we're relaxing on the multitasking mindset, let's focus on the right now. And, you know, this episode is really like I know it's going to impact a lot of people, but this episode was really made for me. And if you really want to know, go back to my earlier episodes to God, stop listening to me pray. Or I think it's I give too much. That's what it was. I give too much. In that episode, I talk about how I was facing service limitations, that I couldn't even enjoy being around my family, that I would hold my newborn son in my hands. And even though I'm holding this child, I can't help but think of the impending doom that's supposed to come in a year. I listen to those type of episodes now. And now I sit back and I think to myself, like, what the fuck, Demetrius? And we've all been there because we know something is about to come or we think that something's about to come just because we know it's about to rain. We're already preparing for the rain. You see what I'm saying? Which ain't nothing wrong with it. But it's one thing to to plan for something that's minutes away. It's one thing to plan for something that's hours away. Some of us are planning for things that are months away. We're, We're planning for a scenario that we don't even know if it's going to happen that is months away. And we and because you are so focused on the then, you see what I'm saying? Not the now. Let me rephrase that. You're so focused on the tomorrow that you are forgetting to live in the today. You, you, you're not even present here. You're so worried about what's about to happen tomorrow. You've already lost control of yesterday. You're not even in control of today, and you're trying to prepare for tomorrow. Like take a step back and live in today. And lastly, take a step back in order to recharge, you know, and I really wanted to just just say this, you know, because I've said it in a couple of episodes. And now and this is one thing I love about just creativity is that. One thing I love about creativity is that. It evolves, you evolve. And I remember saying, you know, if you don't come out of this Corona, this quarantine with a new talent or something of that nature, then you've wasted your time. Yeah, that's just still true. It's still true. But when you detach from from society, when you got to disconnect, you don't have to worry about doing like another tasker. That's the you defeat the whole purpose of trying to recharge. You defeat the whole purpose of disconnecting. You just disconnected from one reality and created another reality. And and I, I, I tell myself that. I disconnect from reality at work. And then I come back and I tell myself, well, it's time to capitalize on this downtime that you just created. No, no. 
it's time to relax during this downtime that you created. You got 24 hours in a day. Stop being so goddamn selfless and start being selfish and give yourself some time to recharge. So now as we come to a close for this episode, I understand it's Monday and this kind of feel like a Friday topic. You know, like this is something that you will want to do on a weekend. But even still, just because it's Monday and you already feel overwhelmed, go ahead, take that break. Go ahead, take that lunch break. And I'm not talking about stay at work and take your lunch break. Go to your car and listen to music. Go to your room and listen to music. Get away from everybody so you can properly recharge. Even if it's disconnected for a couple of hours out of the day. Recharge and get yourself together because right now you're underwater and you can't breathe. And just like that, another extraordinary thought left this ordinary mind. I hope you enjoyed this episode half as much as I enjoyed making it. Stay tuned Mondays and Fridays. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Meech Speaks. Once again, that's Meech Speaks. Meech is spelled M-E-E-C-H. Once again, that is M-E-E-C-H. Don't forget to like the podcast, share the podcast, and follow the podcast. Stay hungry. Stay motivated. I'm out.